0: We are the men of the collective, dedicated to restoring masculinity by being better men, to leading our sons, to loving our wives, to living our virtues, to improving the world around us with our daily effort, not tomorrow or next week, but today, for this is our legacy. We are strong, but we are even stronger together. We are men, and we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. And we are the men collective. 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 Hey everyone, it's your host Mac Gannon and welcome to episode 35 of the Men Collective Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about servitude. A man's value doesn't come from his net worth. It doesn't come from his six pack or what kind of car he drives. It comes from his ability to serve. Therefore, a man's primary concern should be his capacity to serve and what he can contribute to society. I want you to consider in your daily life, what do you contribute to society? What are you offering the world? In your life, serving could take the form of many things. It really does depend on your individual circumstances. So for example, my life is heavily family, faith, and community oriented. I serve my wife, doing my best to provide for her and to meet the needs that she has. I've learned the hard way that what I think her needs are, are not necessarily what her needs actually are. I've also learned that even when I do discover what her needs are, I have to figure out how she needs those needs met. My wife actually introduced me to the concept of love languages. We all give and receive love in different ways. I believe there are five uh, different love languages and every person has an innate preference. An example would be um, words of affirmation, physical touch, think time spent. It's vital that we figure out um, not only what her needs are but also how those needs are best met for her. And a simple way to to do this is to simply talk to your wife. Probably gonna be uncomfortable Especially if if you're not used to talking about feelings and emotions and and love and how that's expressed But I think it can really help you as a man and and uh, as a husband. It could really help your marriage I also serve my children. I teach them. I lead them. I love them unconditionally I protect them and I provide for them I'm not always the best father, but I'll die trying to be that's how I serve my children I also serve my community So through the men collective I work to support and inspire others to show up in their roles as men Also, while working to do the same in my own life. I also serve my church. I donate to the church, I offer my time, I do kids security, and I try to serve God in the ways that I know how. The world needs men who can serve and contribute more than they consume. So how can you increase this capacity for your contribution to the world? The first step that I've learned is you have to humble yourself. You have to accept within your heart that you're at your best when you're committed to the service of others. I can't even explain how difficult this has been for me to accept, because I was always out for myself. I always wanted to make the most money, and you know, have the best things, and be the smartest, and and basically just living my life in a very selfish way. And once I learned that my purpose is to serve others and to better the world for my being in it, it almost automatically humbles you. And the more you expose yourself to the world and and the things of this world, the more you realize how small you really are. Great ripples come from small things. This could be a ripple through your church, a ripple through your family, through your workplace. But a simple comment, a simple act of kindness can send a ripple that changes everything. Many people don't realize that there is great power in being small. So the first step is to humble yourself. Recognize that yes, you are small, but you have great power. You have to accept that you're at your best when committing yourself to the service of others. I have a couple scriptures that I want to share with you, and that they'll be throughout this podcast, but the first one is from Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. Even when it seems like the work that you're doing is going unnoticed, still know that there is great value in what you're doing. There's a reason for it. There's a purpose, and it matters. Your work will not be forgotten. And the love that you show mankind is love that you're showing to God. Helping others helps him. The next way, increase your fitness levels. I can't stress this enough. Now, how exactly is that going to help you serve others? How does this even relate? If you aim to increase your strength and your overall fitness, you'll be able to help in disaster situations. You can save someone's life. What better way to serve than saving lives? Or it simply could be you're a, better, you're a role model for a healthy lifestyle to those around you. And that too could save lives, and it certainly can increase the enjoyment of that person's life. If you are strong, you can better serve. And increasing your physical fitness also increases your mental fitness, and that's very important. They're very closely linked together. Another way is to read. Reading improves your brain power. That expands your creativity. It reduces stress. It makes you a more interesting person. It helps you connect with others. A better brain means better service to the world. And of course, read your Bible. If you're not spiritual, that's okay. If you are, read your Bible. That is the manual for how to live a good life. Even when I wasn't a Christian, I always found that there were a lot of scriptures that really spoke to me. And I, was, I always thought like, man, even though I don't believe in God, that's pretty cool. There are certain things you can't argue with. You can't deny Like, Yeah, that would probably make my life a little better that would probably make the world a little better. Well, there's a reason for that. There's a reason that the things in the Bible make you think. If everyone lived like that, perhaps the world would be in a pretty awesome place. Maybe even heaven on earth. Who knows? The next one for me is kind of a no-brainer. Skill development. Develop your skills and offer them to the world. There are an infinite amount of applications to this. Another one is a little more abstract, but I think it's very important. Um, All of these are equally important, but this one is uh something that you might not consider Uh, Keep a watchful eye. If you're not looking for opportunities to serve, you're probably not going to find them. So opportunities to serve are everywhere. Uh, Tiny acts of kindness to a stranger, thoughtfulness towards your wife, your children, your coworkers, bring coffee in one day, bring a box of donuts, whatever. That is service, really can be that simple. And then there are bigger opportunities like disaster cleanup and, and aid when disasters happen, volunteering to help in community events. If you see someone in need, help them. Perhaps it's a physically frail person struggling to get something into the vehicle A store. I've done that before many times. I see someone struggling, an, an old lady or whatever, and I say, Hey, would you like some help? I can help you. And if they say yes, then I help them. If they say no, no problem. I've never had someone say no. If you're on a bus and you see someone who might need that seat more than you, you get up and give them that seat. That is service. Practice generosity in your time, your talent, and your treasure, which is money. It does take practice because it really is kind of awkward at first, especially if you're not used to it. It's uncomfortable. People might reject you. Being of service to others makes you feel vulnerable. Um, we all have this inherent um, biological imperative to avoid rejection. You know, in and, and more primitive times, rejection potentially meant death. If you got booted from your tribe, from your clan, you're on your own, you don't have any protection. That, yeah, that I mean, that you'd die, you probably would die unless you got super lucky, but um, that biological imperative has not left us. We are so scared to be rejected. We're so scared to be seen as weak and vulnerable and in doing so, we actually weaken the world. We make ourselves vulnerable to a lack of love and affection, a lack of connection with the world, the connection with those closest to us. Just humble yourself and practice being generous. Just get over yourself and realize that this life is not about you. Your life is not about you. You probably will get rejected. In your in your quest to be of service to others, People, some people might think that it's kind of weird um, they might say, no, I don't want any help. And they might I, they might actually be angry with you or offended that you're offering them help. That's because they haven't yet humbled themselves. they They haven't got over the fact that, yes, perhaps they do need help. Because that is seen as weakness, vulnerability, and you don't want that. But they just haven't figured it out yet. Service to others is not just about helping them. It's about proving the good in the world. It's the fight against the darkness that pervades our species. You know, yeah, we do have a lot of light in the world, but things can get... Pretty dark. You can serve God through serving humanity. It's very easy to lose our way. There's something that I call the comfort trap, and that is essentially the modern way of life. Almost everything about the way that we currently exist as humans in the year 2019 is the comfort trap. It's designed to keep us broke. It's designed to keep us weak. It's designed to keep us sad, spiritually frail, physically frail, emotionally frail. It's meant to keep us fat, disillusioned. So, but we allow this because it's comfortable. It's a trap. Our tolerance of this and our life takes away from our ability to serve and contribute. So escaping this comfort trap, even understanding that we're in a trap, requires vigilance. Staying out of it requires vigilance, requires discipline and strength. But if you keep the objective in mind, it does get easier. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 13, it says, you, my brothers and sisters, We're called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. But why? Why should we serve? Well, there's power in servitude. We have the power to better the world. We have the power to get rid of some of that darkness. We have the power to create a ripple that could go on to do great things. We we really don't know the capacity in which we can change the world with a small act of kindness, a small act of service. We were created with a purpose. We exist for a reason. The world should be better for you having been born into it. You either make it better or you make it worse. There really is no in between. It's progression or regression. Again, you exist for a reason. And remember that boys consume, men contribute. Boys are served, and men serve. I posted a very, um, very small version of this on my Instagram. And I got a comment from someone uh, daring to dad. He said, I still think that this is equating our value in relation to others. It's still basing value on performance. I think as men, our birth and very existence is enough for value and the capacity to be loved. First off, I wanted to say thank you, daring to dad for your comment because it kind of offers—it gives me a chance to address the other perspective. I can totally see your point, um, just based on the the text alone, which is really all you had. So um, I can appreciate that. I so I, now I want to. F- of expand upon that even if even if you're not presently listening um, even if you never listen everyone else listen who's listening still benefits from this i'm not saying that value comes from other people what i'm saying is that our value comes from our capacity to serve them it doesn't matter if they think that we're valuable or not as long as we stay true to the act of service our value doesn't come from the opinion of others Let's say we help an old lady bring her groceries to her car and she doesn't say thank you. Maybe she doesn't doesn't seem to appreciate it. Does her ungratefulness lessen the value of that service? Not in my opinion. It's in this way our value is not relative to others. One thing I really do agree with you though is that um, our birth and very existence does make us valuable. And we are certainly loved by God. I know that you didn't mention God, but um, you said capacity to be loved. loved by whom our family our friends Um, for me that's all true and also god we're inherently loved because we exist so i'm totally with you on that one but the concept of our capacity to be loved based on what we contribute is not really part of the discussion there is a base level of value that we all have some tend to express that value more than others Many let it go to waste, which is really unfortunate because we all have something to offer the world. It's just that many choose to not do so. It is simply not enough to just be inherently valuable because we were born. We must do something with that value. Otherwise, what is it for? Is it really valuable if we do nothing with it? The book of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So, yes, you have received a gift, we all have, and we must use that gift to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So, pragmatically speaking, some men add more value to the world than others. It doesn't mean that they are inherently less valuable, it just means they are choosing to let that value go to waste while they're still alive. And again, I want to stress that I said adding more value to the world. They had to have already had the value in order to add it in the first place. But then they must choose to unleash it to the world, serve, contribute. I truly believe that it's selfish to not want to be a better man. Even more so, it's selfish to say, I want to be a better man and then do nothing about it. That's almost worse. And of course, it's selfish to not want to serve the world because we all have a gift. We all have value that we can add to the world. A man's primary concern should be his capacity to serve and contribute to society. And interestingly enough, bettering the world starts with bettering ourselves, which is what the Men Collective is all about. In order to better yourself, you have to humble yourself first, humble your heart and open it up to the possibility that you can be better and you should be better because you're worth it. And so is the world. The world needs what you have to offer. So shift your primary concern from making more money and having a nicer car and having nicer things and having a bigger TV than your brother or your best friend and shift that concern to your capacity to serve mankind. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Men Collect the Podcast for more down to earth motivation around faith, fitness, fatherhood, and how to better show up in your roles as a man. These posts are meant to inspire action, but do not rely on them alone to better yourself. What I don't want to see is all of you guys just listening to my podcast, getting all pumped up and saying, yes, today is the day. This is the episode. This is the one. And then you do nothing until the next episode. I don't want to see you guys trapped in that cycle because I've been there and it feels good in the moment, but it only leads you down a path of devastation and ruin. Do not rely on these alone to better yourself. You must do the work. I would love it if you guys could subscribe to this podcast. I'd love it if you could leave a rating and a review. Share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Because we all have a mission. We have a job to do. I would love it if you could come alongside me as we carry out this mission together. So man, I wanted to say thank you and I hope you have a great night. Take care.